a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. President Biden has been dealt a series of blows by the courts in recent days. They've gotten rid of his executive orders on former President Trump's remain in Mexico policy. They've also hit uh, his uh, executive orders on oil and gas leases. And they've hit on his executive orders on on actually coming out of uh, the CDC on the eviction moratorium. Again, part of the executive branch. So it all goes to show... Uh, what we often say around here, that what gets done by executive order shall be undone by executive order. Or what is uh, done with a pen and a cell phone shall be undone by a pen and a cell phone. Uh, and so the question to me keeps coming back to is why won't Congress take back its authority and lawmaking ability? We we keep seeing this movie play out over and over again. Remember, Congress is supposed to make the laws. The executive branch is supposed to enact those, and then, of course, the courts, the third branch of government, uh, gets to work on cases around those. But what happens when Congress abdicates its authority to the executive branch, the executive branch is all too happy to take that. They always will. And whether it's an agency like the CDC or whether it's the president acting by executive order, The moment that happens and the moment that is enacted or enforced, again, by executive order or by some government agency, then someone is going to file a lawsuit. And the lawsuit works its way through the courts, often ending up at the Supreme Court, wasting all kinds of time and money, creating a great deal of uncertainty. And so whenever you hear people talk about, well, you know, the the appointment of judges is so controversial. It's such a uh, hot, heated issue. Well, there's a reason for that. And the reason is not the court. It's the Congress. If Congress would just do its job, uh, that's not going to take place. But again, when a president overreaches by executive order or an executive branch agency overreaches, it's going to end up in the courts. And so then we wonder why we have these big heated battles uh, over nominees to lower courts or to the Supreme Court. So let's start with a a couple of things that uh, the president has had to deal with this week. So President Biden tried to use this uh, obscure rule to keep the eviction moratorium in place. And of course, that moratorium was put in place by the CDC in the middle of a pandemic uh, and again, regardless of what your thoughts are on the good that came out of that, uh, it 
it is still a problem. And that is what the court found today. ABC News uh, legal analyst Royal Oaks says the Supreme Court just didn't buy what the president was selling. The Biden administration relied on a statute from the 1940s that let the CDC take steps to protect public health. But the high court said that that had to do with things like fumigation and pest control and can't be used as a basis to ban evictions. The Supreme Court's position was straightforward. If there's going to be a moratorium on evictions, it can't be imposed by the CDC. It's got to come from Congress. The CDC has no power to say in counties with high COVID rates that tenants are protected from evictions. Uh, Royal Oaks uh, went on to talk about, uh, well, what can be done? How does this work? Uh, Can we get back to this lovely thing we like to recall we call federalism? Uh, Take a listen. This ruling may light a fire under Congress. The court said that whatever the merits of a national ban on evictions during COVID, such a rule can't be imposed by an agency like the CDC. It can only happen if the House and Senate pass a ban. I love it when the courts tell Congress, do your job, (laughs) which is exactly what took place in this, that the the court, again, I'm just going to repeat this, The court said that whatever the merits of a national ban on evictions are during COVID, during the pandemic, such a rule can't be imposed by an agency like the CDC. It can only happen if the House and the Senate pass them and then the president signs them into law. That's how it works. That's how it's outlined. And that's what has to be done. And so as it relates to the uh, moratorium, again, that's uh, that's not going to stand. We also talked a little bit uh, about uh, this remain in Mexico policy. Again, the, the president, by executive order, had uh, gone around President Trump's uh, order, which was the remain in Mexico, where uh, you would have people who were applying for asylum, uh, that they could do that, but they would stay on the Mexico side of the border, not on the U.S. side of the border. So that staying in country. Uh, And again, the uh, court said to President Biden, you you can't circumvent that. Uh, So that is back in place. And there was also an interesting uh, set of things around oil and gas leases. Uh, Again, by executive order, President Biden had uh, put a halt uh, to many of those. And that has impact right here in the state of Utah, for sure. And uh, so the, the Biden administration, uh, just in the last uh, 24 hours or so, uh, detailed some plans that they were going to resume oil and gas leading, uh, leasing in, in response to this particular order from the court. So it, uh, the administration issued yesterday uh, said that it was uh, taking steps uh, beginning this week towards restarting oil and gas leasing on federal lands and waters as it complies with this ruling by a federal judge uh, that found its pause on new auctions to be illegal. Uh, And so that's, uh, again, those three interesting issues there uh, impacting the state of Utah for sure uh, as it relates to oil and gas leasing on federal lands. The administration had put a pause on that. The federal court said, not so fast. That's not your job. That's not in your enumerated powers. Uh, and so they, they overturned that. And so a pretty rough week for the Biden administration as it relates to things they have done either by executive order or by agency action. And it just is a good reminder that presidents, presidents will take whatever power is abdicated by the Congress 
Uh, and sometimes they'll even take more than that. <laughs> Again, doing it by executive order. And that's just not the way it needs to be done. And I understand presidents get frustrated. I understand uh, Congress doesn't always want to accept responsibility for what's done. But there is a process. The process matters. Just the process matters. And we have to do it right. And if we don't, when we allow Congress to abdicate power, uh, we, we get what we pay for. Uh, when we allow presidents of either political party to do things by executive order, uh, we get what we pay for. And ultimately, it is often the poor and the most vulnerable among us who get hurt the most. Why? Because there becomes all kinds of uncertainty. Uh, think of the DACA program, again, done by executive order. And you can say, but that's a good thing. And it is a good thing. Just like not evicting people in the middle of a pandemic, that's a good thing. It's just not a sustainable thing. And you have to do it right. Because in the end, the the rush to uh, tell those DACA kids you're in uh, actually just created more uncertainty, more headaches for them as they were in, then they were not, then back and forth. Uh, and that uncertainty is is paralyzing. And so the answer to so much of this, as it often is, is just a good, healthy, balanced federalism uh, where we make sure that the states have power and we make sure that each branch of the federal government does what it's supposed to do and only what it's supposed to do, not doing anyone else's job. All right, we're going to step aside for top of the hour news. Hour number two coming up next. We're going to start with a focus on a historic visit from the new Israeli Prime Minister right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Source. There's much more to come. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.